Barry, could you give us some examples from your work and your experience of some of the things, the focus things that we mentioned about this investigation in terms of community involvement, succession, how do we create opportunities for the next generation of farmers, and some of the unique things about the ownership of the land. I'll start off with the example of how a community got involved in a land use battle. That was in Webster Township some years ago. There was a very large farm that was proposed for a mobile home park, which was not in conformance with the master plan nor the zoning ordinance for the community, but backed by some very wealthy developers of mobile home parks. The township trustees were in opposition to the proposal, but I think even more importantly, a group of citizens also rose up in opposition to it, raised their own funds, hired their own lawyer, and assisted the township in defeating that proposal on that property, which would have put in, I think it was a thousand mobile homes on a, a large farm property, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. That would have just been a disaster for the community. So they were able to fend off that proposal through at least one lawsuit. And then the community went the extra step there and said, we don't want to be dealing with this stuff all the time. We should have a proposal on the ballot, just like other townships in the area have done in the county, and succeeded in getting their board of trustees to put a proposal on the ballot, ran their campaign for it, and succeeded and created a fund to be able to buy development rights on farms. And in fact, that same farm applied to the city of Ann Arbor's Greenbelt program, along with a federal grant from the ACEP program and contributions from the township. We were able to purchase an easement on that property, that very same property that was slated for a thousand unit mobile home park and is now a preserved farm. So a great example of how a community can rally not only to defeat a bad proposal, but then also to turn it around to the best possible outcome of making sure that will never come up again. There's many examples of ways that property has changed ownership from an older generation to a younger generation through a succession process. I'll hit on three of them. One of them's in Ann Arbor Township. It's called Green Things Farm. This was a couple that started at the incubator site in the township, maybe half a mile away from the property where they now own and farm. They'd been there for a couple of years. They had a good farm operation going. They were looking for land. At the same time, I was able to have the owner of a nearby property apply to the township program. And they only applied on the basis that we would find somebody for them to sell the property to. So they would sell the development rights first, and then they would sell it to somebody else once it's been restricted in use. And so I put a call out to my network there, and the young couple from the Tillian Farm Development Center jumped on that. They liked the idea that they could buy a property for 3000 bucks an acre rather than, I think it was nine or almost $10,000 an acre was the development value. So we paid something around, I think it was $6,600 an acre, and they bought it for 3000 bucks an acre and now had their farm set up there, you know, doing very successfully. We actually left five acres out of the preserved area on the property in that case as a building envelope. And just earlier this year, they built their house within that building envelope, which was a permitted use for them. And they have a small child now, so their family is, has grown up there on the farm and they're employing a number of people, especially in the growing season, uh, on that property. So that's one great example. There's another example of an old farm family in Webster Township and they just wanted to sell the property. It was time to be done with it, but they agreed to sell an easement on it first. Didn't have a buyer lined up in that case. Just wanted to make sure that it was protected before they put it out on the market for sale. 
They did that subsequently, and that was bought by another organic vegetable grower who started his operation on his parents' property uh, relatively close by, but was looking to expand. And here was a property, 75 acres that he could buy for 3,000 bucks an acre. And in that case, there was a house on the property and some buildings that were excluded from the easement. And I don't know what he paid for that, but the cost of the land was really quite affordable for him. And so that's another organic farming operation that's been established in Webster Township. And then the third example that I'll cite is uh, in Sio Township, there was a longtime farm family on a property. A gentleman passed away, didn't have any heirs to the property. A young couple bought the property and turned around and applied to the local program. And we were able to secure the funds to buy a conservation easement on that property from them. So they have now set up their organic operation on protected farmland. And they're all viable enterprises and employing people and producing food. And they're just great examples of what can be done with these kinds of programs. I'll touch briefly on ownership of property. I mentioned the Tillian Farm Development Center located in Ann Arbor Township. That's located on 150 acres of land, actually 153 acres, that was part of a much larger property owned by a family. But a developer came knocking and said, you know, we want to develop this property. Working with the township, they figured out how many housing units could be put on the property. Most of it actually was a zoned and master plan for their agricultural district, which was 10 acre minimum divisions. One part of it was one acre housing sites. And so they totaled up all the potential sites that were available on that property and worked out a deal where they could be clustered in two locations. And that left 150 acres in between those two clustered areas. And the owners or the developers didn't want to have 153 acres of common space in a development, which is oftentimes what happens in those cases, but it's usually a few acres here and there. That was way too much. And it was agreed that the township would take ownership of the property. There wasn't a conservation easement placed on it, but there were deed restrictions similar to a conservation easement. So the township can't develop the property. No houses are permitted. It's available for agricultural use. Some of it's wetlands, some of it's woods. I think it was about 110 acres of tillable ground out of the 153. Some of that's leased out to a local farmer for hay or corn and soybeans. But a good chunk of it now is leased out to this Tillian Farm Development Center where young farmers can get a start on their business with some shared resources use of a barn, there's an irrigation well on the property, some other infrastructure that they can take advantage of at a subsidized rate to get their business up and running. And then eventually they can move on to other places, other parcels, some of which they're buying. So that's been a great resource for me to be able to say, well, actually there are young farmers that are out there looking for properties. As we all know, the average age of farmers in the United States and in Europe is in the 60s. And I oftentimes hear people say, well, you know, why should we save farmland because there's nobody wants to get into farming? And I can say, well, actually, there are people that want to get into farming. And if we can make land affordable for them, not only will they be farming, but they'll also be growing food for us rather than corn and soybeans that go off for other uses, for cattle feed or industrial uses. They're actually growing vegetables and you know, animals. So in that case, Ann Arbor Township said, we're going to take ownership of this property and we're gonna use it for these purposes. We're gonna to continue to make it available to local farmers or to set up this, this farm development center. And that was a unique opportunity, but also a unique circumstance where 
the township board was not only willing to take that property on, but also to invest some of their own funds to put in the irrigation well and to shore up the barn and put a roof on it. I think they spent forty or fifty thousand dollars between uh, those various activities to make that property more useful and attractive for the kind of farmers that are working there now. And then finally, I'll, I'll just mention in terms of land use, Sio Township has been I think at the forefront of doing some excellent planning within their boundaries for many years now. But there's also the recognition that planning and zoning only goes so far. As I said earlier, in that township, the minimum division of a larger parcel is two and a half acres. So you can take a 50 acre piece of land and carve it up into a whole bunch of houses. And that's not what people said that they wanted to have happen as reflected in surveys of the community and just comments that are made at public meetings. People like the green space, they wanna retain the green space. And so having the ability to vote on a ballot proposal that would provide the funds to ensure that green spaces will be available in that community forever was very attractive to the people there as well as the elected representatives for those people. And it's just been hugely successful and works very well in conjunction with what they've done with planning and zoning. Barry, this is great information. I see that even within one area, you're replicating these processes with the different townships, different communities, even the folks in Ann Arbor, getting behind the ballot for the preserved areas that are not necessarily out their back door. So thank you very much, and thank you for having us. My pleasure, Dan. Yeah, I think the great message to come out of this is that we've had great success with what we've done here in Washtenaw County, but it's not limited to our area by any means. These are things that people anywhere can do. They can take control of their future. They can say, this is what we want to have and make it so. And that's very powerful.